The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Wow, what a great edition we have coming up for you here on Fantasy Sports Today. Arguably one of the biggest impact days of the year when you have the Major League Baseball trade deadline. We've got Brad Ziegler, who one year ago was traded on the Major League Baseball trade deadline from Miami to Arizona. So he can certainly speak to what the players went through yesterday and talk about the fantasy ramifications moving forward. Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Like to talk a little bit about sports? Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the left field. Way back in. Oh, he caught it. Oh, unbelievable. Touchdown for three. Puts it in. Brewers, I would say, have really misplayed a lot of hands in that, like, they basically dumped Aguilar now, they basically dumped Domingo Santana, and they have, they had so many bats that they could have turned into major league ready arms. Now, I, I, I know Jordan Lyles, you know, went over there uh, uh, earlier this week, but he's like, he, I mean, he had a, like a nine plus ERA over the last uh, nine starts, I think. We're here with Mitch Carver. Uh, in terms of the bullpen, I know that's always for a team that's chasing the postseason. Uh, can you expand a little bit on that? I know Rogers done a really good job. A lot of the setup guys have too. Where do you think the bullpen stands at this point? You know, I think we're just going through one of those spots right now where things might, might not be going our way. Uh, I think guys are still making great pitches. Uh, we, got, we got Roger at the back end there. He's, he's been our anchor all year. He's very solid lefty, uh, being able to throw strikes and, and pound the zone. And we got some guys that you know have come out of nowhere. I think I think Harp came out of nowhere, and, and you know he's a 30-year-old rookie, and he's just been pitching really well for us. I mean, he's got a few different breaking balls. Uh, you know, that, that back end of our bullpen's just been solid. All right, welcome in Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you, and it's uh, the day after the Major League Baseball trade deadline. We got Sean producing the show. Happy August to you. I know next week it'll be happy football season on this show to you, but a lot of folks, including myself, are still fighting and scratching and clawing and trying to find a way to make some waiver moves and get back and win your fantasy baseball league. And so we are not giving up just yet on you, that is for sure. Along for the ride today, as always, and what a great day to have him here as well to break it down one year ago. He was traded by the Marlins to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ironically, I was the one to break that trade. And Brad Ziegler joins uh, me here on the show this afternoon. Brad, thank you for coming on the show once again. This must bring back some good memories for, uh, or some, actually, I don't know about good, but they, it brings back <laughs> memories for you. I should stop Definite there. memories. Definite, <laughs> Definite memories, memories for you. And uh, yeah, what was it like going through that? You know, it's it's crazy because, uh, you know, the first time I was traded was on deadline day uh, from Oakland to Arizona. Then when I got traded to Boston, it was it was about three weeks before the deadline. And it was way before I anticipated being traded, even though I knew it was it was a likelihood that year. Um, and then last year was was literally down to a, a few hours before the deadline again. So um, I, I get what a lot of these guys are going through. But the, I'll tell you the hard part of the guys who it, it's difficult to be traded. And we've talked about that on previous shows. Um, but but the hard part of the guys who did not get traded, but mm. they heard their name and rumors nonstop mm. because then they have to go back to the locker room and everybody's like, you're still here, you know, and, and it's really awkward because you're you're 
you're hearing all these different teams. You're thinking in your head, like, what, you know, where am I going to go? What's it going to be like to play there? Who's on that team? And then all of a sudden you don't go and it's like, oh, I'm still here. And now, like, there's not even waiver deadlines in, in 2019, so or the, the waiver deals in, in August. So um, guys are just there now. And, and I, I love the excitement yesterday that, you know, going all the way down to the deadline. We'll talk about that a little later. But sure. um, it was, it was, I thought it was good for baseball for sure. Yeah, it's funny is that Ken Rosenthal wrote this morning that it was a bad deadline. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a little weird for me to hear that because I do want your opinions on that here on the show. I'm wondering if it was a bad deadline for him uh you know it's, it's a little it's a little it, on, honestly i'm not really sure where that came from now for me it was as good as a deadline as i could ever remember um you know last year if i'm not mistaken i think i told you you were traded right like i was the one that told yeah. you correct yeah you okay. told me i was traded you didn't know where i was going but right you said it was a done deal and yeah. yeah yeah and that happened this year too is is the mar is a couple of the marlins players found out that they were traded from me um, but in this case, it was on television because I was not allowed in the clubhouse at that time. It was over. But, yeah, like I, I thought that as a whole and Sean, uh, we, we were talking about this yesterday on a scale of one to ten. And I don't know, Sean, if you've changed your opinion on the uh, on the deadline. But um, I, I thought it was exciting. And, 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 and Ken, I thought, made a good point. If, if the Grinky trade, Brad, didn't happen, then I, I think I would have had a different view of this. Because then the biggest trade would have went down the day before with that Trevor Bauer Yasiel Puig trade, but to me, the biggest story is wow the Houston Astros now have three of the top ten pitchers in Major League Baseball, and regardless of what they gave gave up, which was a huge haul by the way, but regardless of what they gave up, they put themselves in a put the cowboy hat on position. Let's go win a World Championship, right? Like I thought that was a great yeah. story from yesterday. No question. They are, I mean, I don't know how you can look at anyone else and, and, and call anyone else a definite favorite over them. They, at a minimum, they're, they're equal with everybody on the playing field. And, and they, you might call them the odds on favorite because that when that, you know, in the, in the postseason, you basically only need three starters, you know, four, four, uh, doesn't hurt if you've got a good fourth guy, but when that fourth guy is starting, you only expect him, you're hoping you get five innings out of him and you turn it over to your bullpen and, they are loaded at the front end. Like, who wants to face those guys in the postseason? I, I mean, their offense is tremendous. I, I literally, I saw um, their, you know, the GM talking, Lou now talking yesterday. He said, "I really feel like if we're healthy, we have no weaknesses." I look looking at their depth chart. I agree with him, and um, it, it's that that could be a, a really fun team to watch down the stretch. And and granted, you know, there, there's going to be some, uh, you know, adjustment getting Grinky in in the locker room. He's, you know, he's a unique person personality, and um, you know them trying to, to figure out the, the, you know, the, the niches for him to have success in a, in a big hitters ballpark. But um, at the same time, he's, you know, he's a, if you look at him as the number three on that team, then that's a really good number three. Yeah. A great, great point by you. I mean, it's going to be amazing to see those three guys pitch. We have so much to get to here on this show. We're going to do our three up, three down coming up next. I'm actually going to let Brad, hold the floor here for three up, three down, and, and I'll comment on, because I want his opinions, honestly, guys, now that we have him on the show more than me. I mean, he was traded at the deadline last <laughs> year. What does my opinion really matter here? He played Major League Baseball for a long time. He's played fantasy football forever, knows the game. So from a reality and fantasy point of view, who better to have than uh, former big leaguer Brad Ziegler for this hour here on the show? So three up, three down is coming up next. Zig weighs in. Best trades in three up, three down. Worst trades in three up, three down. That's next year on Fantasy Sports Four Day. Don't go away. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Make it rain. What the Mets have done now that the smoke is kind of clearing by keeping all of these guys, can we be realistic with these young bats plus these arms, this rotation next year? For as much crap as we have given this team, can I tell you, I love the direction they're heading. If at the beginning of April next year, the Mets rotation is Jacob DeGrom, Noah Syndergaard, Marcus Stroman, Zach Wheeler, I'll make futures bets on them. (laughs) Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Now what goes up must come down. Three up, three down. What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning. All right, welcome back. It is time for a little three up, three down. Guess what we have in the house here? Former big league pitcher Brad Ziggler's here on the show. And uh, we'll, we'll do some three up, three down in terms of baseball. I know Zig has some things outside of baseball that he wants to get to. And of course, he's uh, all in on the fantasy football season, best ball and everything going on there. Maybe we'll throw in some of that as well. I'll have my opinions also. But, uh, of course, we're going to let our guest begin. And so take it away, Brad, with your first trending up. A, um, it's got to be a good one here with everything that's happened the last 24 hours. What you got? Yeah, sure. So I, I'm going to say the MLB trade deadline in general. I thought it was tremendous. The excitement, the, the fact that the biggest deal was announced, you know, basically after the deadline. It, was, it got done so late that uh, it wasn't even broke until after the, the deadline had passed. That's, we talked about this earlier about how exciting the free agency is when the NFL um, free agent period starts just signing after signing after signing. NBA free agency, signing after signing after signing. And then in baseball, it's like three months of nothing. And then you get a few you know, sprinkling signings here and there. This is the type of transaction excitement that could be generated in the offseason if they alter the structure of Major League free agency, change the timeline of stuff. And, and I think you can generate a whole lot of positive talk for the game in, in the offseason because I thought yesterday was tremendous. I agree. And, you know, for me, as you know, Brad, it's always a really big day for me. And um, and imp- and, I, and I go into a day uh, you know, a little bit nervous because just from a professional point of view, I always want to come out with the information. And lucky enough for me, I was able to have the complete uh, trade with the Marlins and the Rays and also the piece coming back to the Marlins in the Arizona trade. So fortunately for me, covering... Uh, baseball like I and actually I had the return on the uh, 
the Cubs Tigers trade too. So that would be my trending up also as somebody who breaks stories and covers Major League Baseball. And you know how important that is to me uh, to be able to just have a piece of it and to be able to cover it. Not like the big guys that are around, certainly like Ken Rosenthal and, and some of the others, but just to be involved in it and 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 be a part of that yesterday was a big trending up for me. And uh, very, very fortunate also to be in that position. So I'll start off with that one as well. Uh, how about your yeah, second sure. one, and, please? And, and me as your friend, I will say I, I enjoyed watching everybody else give you credit on, on Twitter on, on the trades that you broke. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, man. I appreciate um, that. Uh, my number number two turning up. I believe that the son of Osama bin Laden has been killed in a military operation. He was groomed uh, to be the future leader of Al-Qaeda by his dad um, prior to, to him being killed. Um, what's crazy about it is that, that we don't even know where it happened, when it happened, because he was not the intended target of the operation. They've just heard Al-Qaeda transmissions talking about him dying and how they you know, should react publicly about it. Should they make him a martyr? Should they keep it quiet and deny that it happened? And the fact that that it happened is one one way or another is making the world a better place, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that I, I saw that this morning, and you're right. Like, I, I think that some people were saying it could have been traced back a year ago, even, or, or even longer than that. They just didn't really know. But certainly, the biggest tragedy that this country has seen in a long time, with any potential in the future to have uh, that eliminated from a possibility, is uh, is definitely there as well. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of other things that I wanted to do in terms of baseball that were trending up, and I know that Houston was real aggressive. The other thing that I that I did, and I'll hit myself on the head for trending down, but Brad, I was happy to see the Atlanta Braves go get somebody for the ninth inning and Shane Green. Uh, Green is having a really good year for them. They got uh, Chris Martin also. I know he didn't pitch well yesterday, but Atlanta is one of those teams that you don't know if they could get that far. You don't know if they could win the World Series. Can they beat L.A.? Can they beat Houston or the Yankees? You really don't know, but at the very least, they made a move to fortify something that was a struggle for them and they ended up getting a pitcher in Shane Green who's really had a solid year. I think he'll probably take over the ninth inning. Uh, so I'll trend up with the Atlanta Braves. Honestly, Brad, one of the few teams that actually helped themselves in the postseason chase. Yeah, and, and I will I will say to to call Shane Green's year solid to this point is an extreme understatement because he's he has been absolutely dominant. So uh, he's fun to watch, um, and and that was that's a big piece for the Braves. And I you know according even their depth chart on their website has him listed at the top of the bullpen in the closer spot. So um, even though they got Melanson and and a couple others, like he, it looks like he's the guy going forward. And I think that's great for for them and their their postseason run run that's coming. Yep. Um, I'm gonna, my number three kind of crazy story out of India. A seven-year-old boy had 526 teeth removed from his mouth. They uh, parents had no idea what was going on. He had a swollen jaw. They took him to the hospital, and the doctors did an X-ray and discovered all these extra teeth. And it was a five-hour surgery, but they success successfully removed 526 teeth from his mouth. And I, the the you know the wonders of modern medicine never cease to amaze me. But I'm gonna assume that boy was in a lot of pain, and and I love the fact that they were able to to relieve him of that. Yeah, that's great. I didn't see that story. <laughs> that that's one, that's one that got by me this morning. Um, good there. Um, my final one, and, uh, and and I'll go. You know, one more time, I'll go back to the trade deadline. I look at what the Arizona Diamondbacks did, your former team, and look, I, I like the trade from Miami too, but Arizona was in a position that a lot of teams were kind of middling around 500. They had to make a call. They end up trading Granke, and they, they actually removed some of his salary too. In addition to that, they got back Corbin Martin, second-round pick, J.B. Bukaskis, first-round pick, Seth Beer, first-round pick. Arizona did pretty good there, and they also got a guy that I know you liked in Zach Allen. So even though I, I will say I do like the way that Miami handled the deadline, I thought uh, Hazen and Arizona did a nice job. And maybe, Brad, they don't have to tear this whole thing down in the offseason. Maybe this is kind of part of their little rebuild, and we see them pseudo-competitive in 2020 and all of a sudden back at it in 2021. So nice job, I thought, from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I thought so too. And I, you know, underrated acquisition I thought was getting Mike Leake. Um, you know, he's he's still under contract for for next year also. And 
Um, he's having a, just a solid year. He's not Zach Grinky by any means, but but between Gallon and, and Leak, I thought they kind of actually bolstered the, the depth of their rotation. They didn't trade Robbie Ray, so, so right. they still got a, a guy that's pitching really well at the top end of it, too. Yeah, and Luke Weaver for next All right. year, too, when he gets healthy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, three down. So so this is a big one for me at the trade deadline. I, I I thought the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, and the Cardinals absolutely whiffed by basically not doing anything. I know the Dodgers added a left-handed pitcher, but it was like they were just too afraid of the asking price, and they're just kind of going with what they got. And I don't think any of those teams are good enough with what they have to beat the Astros when the Astros are, are obviously making moves. So I, I say I, I feel bad for those fan bases right now because those are teams, they have money, they are in a, they have prospects, they're in a position to, to do stuff, and they basically did nothing, and they're going to try to to make their team better from within down the stretch. Um, and, and I'm not a fan of that. I, I want, you know, when you got a shot to win it all, I want I want to see my team going all in, and they did not do that. Yeah, and, 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 I'll, and I'll use one of those downs on me. Uh, I promised that I would be the first one to come on the show on Thursday and take the hit if the Milwaukee Brewers did not get a pitcher. And Brad, to me, that's a really, really big disappointment for me. Uh, Milwaukee last year, I I know, look, David Stearns got Yelich. Kane had a great year. They got Moustakis. But guess what? They also had pitchers that pitched at a high level last year, too. Jolie Chassin was great for them. I don't. They had Jeremy Jeffers and Hader and Corey Kniebel. Kniebel's out for the year. Jeffers hasn't been the same, and neither has Hader, by the way. So, for me, Brad, I don't know what kind of message the Brewers fans get sent. I don't think they have enough to win the division. And honestly, it looked like the Cubs, with even getting the little pieces that they did with Phelps and Castellanos, put themselves a tick ahead of the other two teams. If the Cardinals and Brewers don't make it, Brad, they have nothing to do except for look in the mirror and say we didn't do enough. Yeah, and especially when they traded away Jesus Aguilar, and I know they have have Marcus Thames and and Travis Shaw that can play there too, but but you're trading away from your big league team and you didn't add anybody. Yeah. That, it was a, a strange move. Yeah, we so. got about uh, we got about a, a minute to go, so give me one more in about thirty seconds if you could. All right, I, the Mets acquired Marcus Stroman and then immediately tried to flip him to the Yankees for more than what they gave up. And I like if that was their goal the entire time, I thought that was an absolutely absurd move, and it is just. Straight up traditional Mets. Wow. Yeah. Like, to think that, by the way, the Yankees and Mets would ever consummate a deal, this thing is just, <laughs> it's never happening. Like, it's its never going to happen. These two teams in this city aren't going to help each other. No, these teams, you know, they're on the front and the back page. The only place that still does big newspapers in the country probably is New York. <laughs> And they're not going to help each other do it. All right, all the other trades, we'll get Brad Ziegler's opinion on those. Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Reality and fantasy. Don't go away. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Brad Ziegler here on the show. Tomorrow we'll be back on the program. And um, I think we're gonna have uh, I think we're gonna have Jake Rogers, a catcher of the Detroit Tigers. He homered in his first at bat and uh, could be a fantasy player here for you in the second half. No, more than the second half, only 60 games left, but I think we'll have him. Uh, also, uh, Mike Waldo will be on the show. He'll weigh in on all the trades in fantasy. And as I mentioned, as we move forward toward next week, and uh, I, I really got to get started on this, is uh, we'll, we'll transition over to a lot of fantasy football. But, Brad, honestly, I was just so absorbed yesterday. My, I, I, I'm very fortunate and very lucky to do what I do, but my brain was just fried yesterday after this was all over. So I haven't put myself yet in football mode. I'm still just trying to absorb everything that happened. And even in looking at all of these trades that happened in baseball, Brad, you got to like what I would say is read the fine print. There's so many other deals, like smaller deals, like Corey Dickerson, like 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 players that you may not think have a big impact. But for those of us who are still trying to grind these leagues out, you know how it is. You got to pay attention. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, there's all kinds of the smaller deals, you, you know, even like John Ryan Murphy going to the Braves. Um, you know, that it's, it's a super small deal, but he's a really solid veteran catcher that can just give them some depth down the stretch. You just never know what's going to happen. And I feel like it, it's small moves like that for the contenders that could be really underrated um, because they you never know when someone's going to get hurt and when you need that depth. And the fact that you are not going to be able to get it in August, I, I thought there were some teams that had a lot of foresight um, going and getting getting guys that they may not even use, but just in case uh, because they know they have no other options down the road except dip, dipping into their minor league system. Yeah, and and I, that that's a big part of all of this. So so let's kind of go through a couple of the trades and and look. Feel free to jump in here and tell me if you think that there was a fantasy trade in terms of impact. But uh, we hit on uh, on Green getting saves maybe for the Braves. I don't know if you definitely feel indeed that is the case, but that's a a big fantasy trade, Brad. Um, and and also the other one that I'd like you to speak about, and I don't know if, how you really feel about this player. I know that you've seen him before. I don't know if you've uh, faced him before, but Nick Castellanos going from the Tigers to the Cubs. Uh, those are the kind of let's, let's start off there because those are players that I think that people are going to be able to capitalize on, especially in these leagues where that you only play in the AL and the NL. Castellanos now becomes available in the NL, and the same with Shane Green. Yeah, and it, it's tough on these guys, you know, like and Grinky changing leagues too. It, it's it's hard if you're in an NL only league and you own Zach Grinky, and all of a sudden he's just gone from your team. So, uh, you know, with, with Castellanos, um, I, I did face him um, when I was in Boston. Uh, we we played against the Tigers, and and I got I think I actually got a got to pitch against him. And um, he's a really solid hitter. Anytime you get a guy that's on a team that's really bad and he's putting up pretty good numbers, that tells me that this guy is a guy that might just thrive whenever you put him into a, a, a postseason race. And 
um, you know, you get some adrenaline, you get some excitement in the ballpark, going to a big market like Chicago um, is really good depth. I mean, he's depth, you know, Chris Bryant has, has not, uh, you know, been the healthiest over the, the course of his career so far. Castellanos can play third base. I think they're slotting him probably in, as their you know, starter in right field, at least against lefties. I don't know what we're going to do with how, you know, with, with uh, Ian Happ and, um, you know, Hayward and those guys there. But the fact that he's versatile like that is is big. It gets a right-handed bat in that order. Um, I, it's a really good depth add by the Cubs. I think the Cubs probably got a little bit better. I think that, uh, you know, the NL is really interesting, Brad, because, you know, sometimes with these trades, it could be one-sided. You could see a lot of players go to the AL. But in this case, yes, Puig, Franmil, Reyes, we talk about Castellanos, you talk about Shane Green, how about the fact that also Trevor Bauer goes to the NL as well, and that's a huge one, and Marcus Stroman, people are going to have to make a decision there. Was there was there any other trade that kind of stuck out to you that may have any kind of fantasy relevance? I think we hit on a lot of the ones that may have significant. Were there were a couple that were diamonds there that you see? Um, I don't know about a diamond, but one maybe maybe causing kind of confusion is, is when when Sam Dyson and and Sergio Romo go to the Twins. It makes you wonder: Is Taylor Rogers still the guy there? Like I don't know if that's the guy they they want to close. He's kind of the closer by default there, and now you bring in a couple guys who have some closer experience. And, and Romo was doing it this year. It, it it kind of muddles the the back end of the Twins bullpen a little bit, just from a fancy perspective. I'm sure they have a plane, and and they're you know maybe they're completely content with Taylor Rogers in that role. Uh, but but right now I I would I would be very hesitant um, to to say that I have an idea what's going on there. Um, we know that team can hit, and there's going to be opportunities there. Um, they've got some pretty good starting pitching, so it'll it'll be uh, interesting to see you know for me to see how that kind of shakes out down the stretch um, because I think both those guys could eat into some some Taylor Rogers saves. Yeah, the Twins uh, really had to look at what Cleveland did and kind of react to that. You know, the hard team for me, Brad, that I look at that I really can't get a good feel for, but they always end up winning is Tampa. And we saw them make the trade with Miami. Stanek, I thought, did a really good job opening for them, but he was part of the piece that goes back to the Marlins. They get Nick Anderson, and they end up getting Trevor Richards, and they get Jose Aguilar. So I don't know, Brad. Like I think it's a nice message to your fan base to make trades, but did Tampa do enough, do you think, to – stay in the race to overcome because they're going to have to get the second wild card it looks like so can they beat out boston um uh, you know what do you think do you think the tampa bay did enough can they stay in it i i think they can and i i think more than anything they it, it was kind of like what we were talking about with castellanos to the cubs i I think they just kind of added some some depth pieces, but they really trust the team they already have. I mean, they're sixty two and forty eight. That's not a that's not nothing to slouch out just with their current roster. So um, I, I feel like they and they sat there and watched Boston do literally nothing other than you know add add uh, a little earlier in the month uh, getting Cashman's or Cashner. So uh, it, it's it's you know it's possible that. Um, you know, some of these teams are going to get some guys back off the injured list, but I, I like what Tampa did in, in basically saying, look, we like our team the way they are. We're not completely out of the division race. We're going to play the Yankees and the Red Sox several times down the stretch. Let's make our team deeper. Let's let, let's let's, you know, kind of plug any depth issues that we might have um, and, and get these guys that don't cost us a whole lot so that we don't mortgage our future because they're, you know, being a small market team, they rely on their farm system a lot. And and the fact that they're even competing with the Yankees in Boston after what those payrolls are right now is is really impressive to start with. Yeah, and it's it's crazy to think that Tampa can do this with just basically platooning guys. In the reality world, it's always fun to talk about, but in the fantasy world, uh, owning players on the Rays is just so is so difficult unless you're playing in leagues where you can move guys in and out of the lineup every day. Uh, you talked about the teams that really didn't do a lot: L.A., uh, Boston, New York. I mean, is is there any player that you think, and I and I know that this is a tough one for you, that maybe is on one of those teams that is going to need to take more of a leadership role or need to have a better season the rest of the way, even a pitcher or a hitter? Because when I look at those three teams, and especially when I can point it out, uh, Brad, like for example, uh, on the Yankees, Stanton is hurt, Voight is hurt. We know they need some offensive punch. On the Red Sox, who is that guy now that's going to be in the ninth inning? And when you look at the Dodgers, we know who's going to be in the ninth inning, but do we trust the Dodgers to get to the ninth inning, that Joe Kelly and some of those other players can get there? So simply put, is there a concern for more uh, than one of those teams, all of those teams, or none moving forward? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I would I would think there's a, a big concern, especially in Boston. I know they're you know they're kind of up against the the luxury tax line, and and that's been a thing for them. They they didn't you know they're trying to to keep that luxury tax number down, and that was I you know at least from what I heard, that was a major concern for them when they were potentially trying to trade for me last year. They wanted the Marlins to eat some of the salary and and the Diamondbacks were willing to take on all of my salary. And, and so with that being the case, they, you know, they don't have a great farm system. They're, they're not getting much out of, out of Rick Porcello right now. Um, They, he's the guy to me that is going to be vital for them to step up. Sales been so, so Um, David price has been pretty good. Eduardo Rodriguez, so-so, but they've got to have Porcello step up down the stretch. If they're going to make a jump, uh, they, they can't have a guy who's a, a you know Cy Young winner three years ago um, you know that, that's hovering around a six ERA right now. That's just not, not going to work. All right, so now let's hit on the one trade that, that really did shockwaves uh, a couple days ago, which is the Trevor Bauer deal where he goes to Cincinnati. Cleveland gets the two players offensively that they got back, and Taylor Trammell, the prospect, goes to the San Diego Padres. We haven't had a chance to talk about that yet, of course, because you weren't uh, on the show yesterday, but we were discussing it, and there seems to be a pretty big win for Cleveland here. At least that's what most people are saying, but I would ask you, because I think that you have a pretty good feel for Trevor Bauer. What in the world here? Does Bauer go to Cincinnati and become good? Do the Reds flip him in the offseason? I think he showed up at the ballpark yesterday without even a game going on. Uh, I'm not really sure what to make of, of the situation with him. And if you're in a fantasy league and you have one shot at an NL guy, is he the best player that's come over since the deadline? Is it Strowman? Is it Castellanos? Is it someone else? What does he do, Bauer, the rest of the year? Uh, you know, I, I'm not a fan of, of this move, him going to Cincinnati. The fact that it's a you know it's already a huge hitter's park and he's he's on pace to destroy his his season you know season high for home runs allowed in the season and he's going to a, a division with some good offenses um i i don't know i don't know what what they're you know i i'm i'm thinking that they're just going to try to take him into to 2020 because i don't know that you're going to see anything the rest of 2019 that is going to increase his trade value down the stretch i agree with you and that the, i thought the indians did really well bolstering their offense um i i the fact that they got Fran Mill Reyes and Yasiel Puig, I mean, there's a lot of power right there. Um, they got the bolstered their bullpen a little bit with Logan Allen. And um, there's, you know, there's some some really good things that the Indians did. And, the, you know, they just had the Trevor Bauer meltdown on, on Sunday where he chucked the ball over the center field fence in Kansas City. And and it was, you know, that I think they were probably just a little tired of dealing with him. It's, it's so much, you know, stress and emotion and energy that they spend dealing with his antics. It, it just... Push it off to somebody else. They they feel like they've got guys who can step in, uh, obviously. And so if that's the case, then you know relieve yourself of the headache. Brad, it's been great having you on again today. Really appreciate all the insight and uh, really good knowledge there in terms of trade. We'll catch up again next week. Thanks again for coming on. Okay. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks again. All right, Brad Ziegler with us here on the show. We'll take a quick time out and be back with some of the players called up in the last twenty four hours. A couple of players gone too. Don't go away. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. 
The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. The Morning Line. Ranky, Verlander, Miley, and Cole. While everyone else is busy scoring 15 runs a game, the Astros are quietly were putting together their own Golden State Warriors-style monster lineup of pitching. They moved to plus 275 to win the World Series. The Astros were playing chess while everybody else in Major League Baseball was playing checkers. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. We're in a little bit of a uh, recovery mode today. I feel like I spent uh, a long night last night uh, and and have like a a draft hangover. Or I'm sorry, a, a, a trade hangover. And by the way, in the middle of a fantasy football draft is Raz Bowl. I mean, you can only imagine getting these notifications. Bing! Gotta gotta make your pick. I'm like, make my pick? I don't have time for this right now. But yeah, I, um, I, look, I, it, it's, I, I think the deadline, and look, I said something earlier in the show, I want to quantify it. I, I think the deadline for Major League Baseball may not have been fantastic, but I, I, for me, it's hard because for me, the deadline was 10 out of 10 for me personally. And that's where I think that we have to separate this thing a little bit. Why was it 10 out of 10 for me personally? The team that I cover on a day to day basis in Major League Baseball made two big trades. They shocked everyone. I'm, I'm standing in a clubhouse with a player that no one thought locally or nationally would be traded and watching him go darn I'm traded like that's weird that's strange doesn't happen a lot like that and to have that interaction I thought that was going to be it for the day done and then 20 minutes before the deadline I get the you know hey another deal I'm like what and then here I am with all eyes on me breaking the trade before anybody else in the country. So, yeah, that for me, that's a big deal. <laughs> so so for me, the trade was as, as good as it gets. And, and in the reporting business, you're trying to get it before other people and people that I respect in the industry. So, I, so, yeah, so I broke that one. And then five seconds later, I break even another one that I wasn't even really in on, which was another trade with Castellanos and the Tigers. So... It's, it's hard to separate it, but I will do it. In terms of the Craig Mish Major League Baseball trade deadline, it was 10 out of 10. It was as good as it could be. Marlins made two trades, broke one, had the return on the other, and, and, and got another one too. Now for baseball separating it, hmm. for baseball separating it, and I'll bring Sean in here in a second here, Sean. So tell the, tell the, tell the pit crew to... Take the to put the tires take the tires off the uh, the cars. Um, for me, as an analyst with an impartial point of view, on a scale of one to ten, I'm going to say the Major League Baseball trade deadline was a seven. I'm going to say it was a seven, but I have a half point bias. So, Sean, what uh, what about you? 
Bro, I would give it a. You said a seven for you. I, I say six. Now I, I'll separate. You say I, I'm, six. As an average fan, I'd say it's. Who is you, who are you a fan of? What team are you a Yankees. fan of, Sean? I'm a Yankee fan. Okay, so it, it was a now zero now let me so let fans. right right. But let me ask you this: yeah. If the Yankees got Zach Greinke yesterday, would you give it a higher grade today? Hundred percent. Yes. I'd right, because you're a fan seven. of them. Right. Yeah, and but that, but that factors what, in. Right, I think so too. In fact, okay. look, personal bias is going to factor in. Now, let me re-ask you the question: yep. If you were not a Yankees fan and Zach Greinke got traded to the Yankees, would it go for you from a six to a seven? No, it will stay probably six. not because he he was probably not the Houston Astros, right. and that's what, that's why it's a six and not a four. Because other than Zach Greinke, and I, I realize you're you're involved and you're you're an insider with with the Marlins. It's different for it's me. It's different, yeah. yeah. But no one of um, great stature was moved as far as making a difference in October or making a difference in September and August. Other than this, Zach Greinke, is there really a Strowman? Uh, well, you, no, the other three, trade. But, yeah. Nah, not really. No, the the trade the the trade from the night before ends up being the biggest one. Yeah, the, the the trade with Bauer and the three way oh, deal right, with the Bauer. Reds. The yes, yeah, yes, yeah. If That's that had trade. happened, Sean, uh, the day on the thirty first, then I think we're having a different conversation. You bring because up a good then point. you have that. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah if it just happened, it like, staggered it. Yeah, right. If, if if everything happened all at once, like between like one and four, I think yeah, we would have a different per- perspective. On the trade deadline, right? I mean, that's what makes the NBA so great. Yeah. It really, it all comes at you at once. Where, it, you know, it trickles right. out with with baseball. But um, I was hoping that uh, you know Madison Bumgarner or Noah Syndergaard was traded or Zach Wheeler. Yeah, even, and, yeah. You know, we would have had a lot to talk about. But uh, you know, nonetheless. Yeah, and, and, and you know what's interesting? Yeah. You bring you bring up you bring up a really good point, and I, and I think I'll try to illustrate it and take it a step further. In the NBA. It feels like to me it's a little bit more about the individual players than it is the teams. Where are the players going? In Major League Baseball, it's a little bit more about the teams than it is about the players. So on a trade deadline, if you're going to have the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Cardinals all do nothing, you're talking about you know 70% of the playoff possibility teams doing squat. And everyone is focused on them. That certainly so, plays into it too. Yeah, right. the bigger team. I, I, really I think so because because who who's interested, Sean, in Arizona? Really, honestly, they're uh, not making yeah. the playoffs. And 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 here they are getting back all these great prospects. Look, for me, I could I could sit here and do hours on prospects because I know and I follow the game. And getting the players that they got, uh, Martin Bukowskis, Beer, and Gallon. Like, that's game-changing. But does anybody care nationally? No. no. No, not at all. It's like it's like the NBA contracts of, of uh, of was it Randall? Who signed with the Knicks? Who was the one that signed Julius with the Knicks? Julius Randall, yeah. Randall, I mentioned. Okay, I got that name right. Yeah, wow, shows right. you my <laughs> NBA. Huge NBA guy. But Julius Randall, right. Like, there were a lot of Julius Randall trades. <laughs> like that, that's that's what happened. It, yeah, like Castellanos, a lot of people, uh, doesn't move the needle. You know, no, it doesn't move it. No, no, there was no uh, other than the Granky deal. There was nothing major, but that's why the personal bias uh, gets a little bit absorbed in this. Because imagine me, do I really give a bleep? Like, uh, like the Marlins are going nuts. They're trading all their guys. I'm standing in a clubhouse and everyone's getting traded. Yeah, that's I- I'm great. trying to talk to other guys. I, you know what I'm talking? Some of the nicest guys I'm trying to talk to, they're blowing me off. They're freaking out. <laughs> Zach Gallen just got traded. He's a 22-year-old pitcher that's part of the future. He's gone, and that's now amazing. everyone's looking at – and they're looking at me, Sean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're they're looking at – I can see why you, you – Yeah, 10 they're 10. looking yeah. at me. They're, yeah. Like, what happened here? <laughs> I mean, they're asking me. They're wondering if I'm going to break something. They're all staring at me. It's weird. It's, it's a good deadline, <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, I'm in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm in the middle of it. Why did they trade I mean, the twenty-two-year-old? Uh, I mean, I, I must have uh, missed that. Uh, they they wanted to get uh, they really wanted to get an off- more offensive players. They just don't have a lot of okay. uh, young young offensive players in the farm system. the the uh, The second trade that they made is gonna it was a big win for them for sure. And the other one is uh, look, it's questionable. You don't know. It has to work out for them to be good. The other one I think is going to work out very well. They ended up getting 
another uh, very big prospect. Miami's not in a position to win this year and next year. They'll probably have to, uh, you know, they're going to try to maybe be 500 or something like that. But it was more about just building their prospect capital. So when they are ready to win, they have some extra pieces. But it was it was shocking. Yeah. I, I don't know what the comparison would be, but I told the story on my podcast that the, the you know, uh, the clubhouse opens at 2.30, as we talked about. So obviously I have to leave immediately after the show yesterday. So I get halfway down there, and I get the notification that they're pushing the clubhouse availability back. So I'm like, uh-oh, there's a trade going on. But here, here I'm thinking, oh, there's a trade for Neil Walker, you know? <laughs> like, big deal. Like, I'll get there, and I'll say goodbye to Neil Walker, you know? And that'll be it. Or Starling Castro or Granderson. And none of that happened. They ended up trading guys who were, like, part of their future. Isn't it and amazing just, Starling Castro's still there? <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. No one wants him at all, I guess man. not. But no one wants him. When he was traded for Stanton, part of the deal, obviously. Uh, a lot of people it speculated was he was never going to play was, for the Marlins. Then they're going to flip him. Do you remember all that? Of course you do. But, yeah. Yeah, but 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 he uh, he had a good year two years ago. But in terms of statistics, if you're big on stats, uh-huh. He has the he's last in all of Major League Baseball in OPS. Last is in he all bad? of Major League he's Baseball. He's that bad. Wow. Yeah, I did not yeah. know that. Great stat. And 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 if you look at WAR, he's negative point five. Oh, man. <laughs> like a, a a WAR of zero is horrible. Yeah, he's like not going that's to, like to give you to give you an example. I I, I tweeted this out uh, today earlier today, as Drupal Cabrera, who you know who used to play for the Mets. Is Drupal Cabrera's war this year is point four, which is not good, but it's point four. He plays third. He plays second. He uh, his his on base percentage is probably thirty forty points above Castro. He's has more home runs than Castro this year. He's making half as much as Castro for the rest of the year. And Sean Texas cut him this morning. How's that? And that just shows you. <laughs> yeah, it just shows you what. That shows you no interest. No right. interest in in Cabrera. No interest in Castro. Then, like none. Wow, negative none. five, negative yeah. point five, right? You said wow. Yeah, oh, negative. No one has a negative five. Yeah, ne- right. ne- ne- uh, a negative one war is like as as bad as any player could ever be in baseball. It's, uh, point five is close, and that factors in defense, by the way, too. Like I don't understand how they calculate war. Honestly, I don't know. But, but yeah, and, and and so, honestly, in my opinion, I don't think he's too happy still being here. But his season precluded him from from being traded. He had a, a good month of July, and horrible in April, horrible in May, horrible in June, and and so he stuck. And after and after the trades were done, the president of the team, Mike Hill, came out. Didn't really give a rousing endorsement to him either. Just kind of said, like, we're going to have to talk and figure it out. I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to get cut. I don't think they would do that to him. He's a four-time All-Star, and he's got 1,500 hits in his career. He's been a really good player. He's played in the league almost 10 years. But they have a kid they want to call up on the minors and play and play now. They want to do it. They you can't what, do Craig? it. Still better than having Stanton on the team, I think. Oh yeah, it, it, privately they'll never say this, Sean. Yeah. The Marlins feel look, look. They know that the yellow trade's terrible. Okay, let's let's. I'm not gonna. You know, I cover the Marlins, but I call it straight. That that trade's not gonna end up looking good for them. But they willing, they are willing to take losses on all of the other deals because they were able to get rid of Stanton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, move. look at that contract. Look at that oh, I contract. Know. As a Yankee fan, oh my god, eight more years of thirty million or something. Yes. Like insane. 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 Look what the Yankees have and done so, without him this year. He's, he's not much of a difference maker. No, no, he's not. Although he did, when he came back last year, he carried them for a while. Yeah, so, but they uh, in the postseason. Yeah, I gotcha. He did. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and you know what? what is really telling also about Stanton right now is there is this sort of mystery. They don't really know what's even happening. Like, they, like, the, like there was a report a week ago that, like, one of somebody on the Yankees just said, like, we really don't know. Like, that's a really bad sign when you good. can't even give it give an update on activity or on the field or throwing or whatever it is. Um, yeah, just kind of a bad sign there. I get accused of of, of ripping on him a little bit just Me because too. I didn't. 
I didn't. I didn't feel like he was the most media friendly guy when he oh, was really? here. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't mean. He was not like a mean person. It's just he wasn't available a lot, you know. Especially when things weren't going well, he wasn't available. But the truth be tr- truth be told, when Jose Fernandez passed away, I wouldn't have expected any any of them to be available ever. That was a that was a bad scene. All right, uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports today. Uh, we'll come back for hour number two. In case you missed my conversation with Brad Ziegler, we'll play that back for you. But plenty more fantasy conversation next. FST rolls on after the way. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 dailyroto.com learn from the game's best dfs players we don't just give you premier advice we play every day All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Game time decisions. Covington and Lawler this week. I'm like, all right, where is this card anyways? It's in Newark. It's at the Prudential Center. Ooh. Uh, where nice. the Devils are putting together a uh, very good lineup. But this UFC card is not a great uh, lineup. It's a weak card. Let's not mean it won't be entertaining. goons to take out Covington. Uh, Newark, man, it's a tough place. Right, who's that? I'm going to go for a goons. walk. Dude. Covington wouldn't be very popular if you walked around Newark. He'd be a dead man. Watch live weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Brad Ziegler joins uh, me here on the show this afternoon. First time I was traded was on deadline day uh, from Oakland, Arizona. Then when I got traded to Boston, it was it was about three weeks before the deadline, and it was way before I anticipated being traded, even though I knew it was it was a likelihood that year. Um, and then last year was, was literally down to a, a few hours before the deadline again. So um, I, I get what a lot of these guys are going through, but the, I'll tell you the hard part of the guys who... It's difficult to be traded, and we've talked about that on previous shows. Um, but but the hard part of the guys who did not get traded, but mm. they heard their name in rumors nonstop mm. because then they have to go back to the locker room, and everybody's like, "You're still here," you know, and and it's really awkward because you're 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 hearing all these different teams. You're thinking in your head like, "What you know? Where am I going to go? What's it going to be like to play there? Who's on that team?" And then all of a sudden you don't go, and it's like, "Oh, I'm still here." And now, like, there's not even waiver deadlines in, in 2019, so or the, the waiver deals in, in August. So um, guys are just there now, and, and I, I love the excitement yesterday that 
you know, going all the way down to the deadline. We'll talk about that a little later, but um, it was, it was, I thought it was good for baseball for sure. I thought that as a whole, I thought it was exciting. And, and, and Ken, I thought made a good point. If, if the Grinky trade Brad didn't happen, then I, I think I would have had a different view of this because then the biggest trade would have went down the day before with that Trevor Bauer, Yasiel Puig trade. But to me, the biggest story is, wow, the Houston Astros now have three of the top 10 pitchers in Major League Baseball. And regardless of what they gave, gave up, which was a huge haul, by the way, but regardless of what they gave up, they put themselves in a put the cowboy hat on position. Let's go win a world championship. Right. Like, I thought that was a great story from yesterday. No question. They are. I mean, I don't know how you can look at anyone else and, and and call anyone else a definite favorite over them. They at a minimum, they're they're equal with everybody on the playing field. And and they you might call them the odds on favorite because that when that you know, when the, in the postseason, you basically only need three starters, you know, four four. Uh, doesn't hurt if you've got a good fourth guy, but when that fourth guy is starting, you only expect him. You're hoping you get five innings out of him, and you turn it over to your bullpen, and they are loaded at the front end. Like, who wants to face those guys in the postseason? I, I mean, their offense is tremendous. I, I literally, I saw um, their, you know, the GM talking, Lou now talking yesterday. He said, "I really feel like if we're healthy, we have no weaknesses." I look looking at their depth chart. I agree with him, and um, it, it's that that could be a, a really fun team to watch down the stretch. And and granted, you know, there, there's going to be some uh, you know adjustment getting Grinky in in the locker room. He's you know he's a unique person, personality, and um, you know them trying to to figure out the the you know the the niches for him to have success in a in a big hitter's ballpark. But um, at the same time, he's you know he's a if you look at him as the number three on that team, then that's a really good number three. And we'll be right back with more Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand. This is FNTSY Radio, Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today.